Welcome to the Divine Style Podcast with Jalinda Stella, personal stylist and self-love coach, and Alison Maiden, psychic medium, spiritual healer, and metaphysical teacher. Each episode, you'll experience spiritual lessons to cultivate self-love and self-expression so you can become the best version of you. Hi, I'm Jalinda. And I'm Alison. Today, we are talking all about dreams. I love this topic. I've always felt that our dreams could tell us so much about not only our waking life, but also our subconscious mind. Yes, exactly. And so dream books or dream Bibles, as they're sometimes known, tell you about the language of dreams and dreams have their own language completely. So things that you dream about um, will actually have sort of sometimes even the opposite meaning in actual life. So dreaming about a death, for instance, can be a birth of a new situation or a new idea or even a birth of a new child so it can mean opposites to what you think it means and I've actually had well all my life too I've had lots and lots of dreams and um, prophetic dreams which are um, dreams where you dream something that, about the future that's going to happen I know you've had those as well because we've been discussing those yes and complicated dreams where you have a little bit of both so you might have you know your subconscious mind's trying to work out your day and don't forget that your mind's incredible. We only use like 10% or something of our actual brain. And when we're looking around a room, um, for instance, we can take in everything that's in that room, but we won't remember with our conscious mind what we saw. But it's been proven lots of times, particularly for things like homicide cases. And there's been a few times where people have been hypnotised to remember certain aspects of a case um, to help the police with investigation. They, they do it more, I suppose, in the States than here, but there has been a few really um, interesting documented cases where they've remembered number plates and things like that, and that's led to the arrest of the perpetrator. So that's really fascinating to think that we take in so much and it, we only actually register a tiny point. And it is true, though, because it would be overwhelming to if we were fully present and fully conscious of every single thing that was going on around us, it would be completely overwhelming. So it's amazing that we our minds have a filter system. Mm, yeah, definitely. But the other thing that is important to know about dreams is there's a way for spirit to communicate with us. So our guides, when we're in that state, can come through and give us um, really sometimes cryptic messages about things that are happening in our life. Uh, you've got a doozy of a dream that you told oh, me yeah. about, which we're going to decipher. <laughs> <laughs> well, try, I'm going to try. I'm going to try to decipher this one because it's actually, I've never heard of anything quite so mad, but we'll <laughs> see if we can decipher this. So tell me, tell me your dream. So the other night I had a dream where there was a, a cat so this is, this is going to be really weird. So there was a cat. Yeah. The cat was a mum. Mm -hmm. She had a child who looked human. The human child okay. had, had no eyes and the cat mum was sending the child to earth so she could learn how to see through human eyes. Right. Okay. Quite an easy one, actually. Ooh. So cats are protection. Okay. Cats mean protection. So cats... Generally, um, when we see animals in dreams, it's about the nature of that animal. And depending on what the animal is doing in the dream, it pertains to the nature in that situation. So you've got a cat who's a mum, so it's a protective mother. So that would represent probably yourself in this scenario, being the protective mother. 
you then have a human child with no eyes. So you've got one of your kids who can't see something that's that they're, they're looking at things the wrong way, or perhaps their their um, their vision of the future might be quite a bit different to the reality of what the future will be. Wow. And the meaning behind, <laughs> yeah, it's just dropped, hasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I heard that on. penny. <laughs> yeah, I heard that penny drop. So um, when we uh, look at, you know, the reason why it's happening is that, you know, the protector of the mum, you know, in your dream sent the child to earth to have the experience. Now, that's what we do. I mean, that's part of life. We come to earth to have many different experiences and it's not right or wrong. It's just an experience. So it's just telling you that you're doing all the right things, that you're being the protective mum, that you're, you're helping, but you're, you're, you're with um, your child throughout the process of her experience or his experience and um, that you're, you're doing the best you can. Oh, that is really cool. Hmm. When we have our own dreams, it is very difficult, I guess, to see it from another perspective because there I am thinking I ate cheese or chocolate. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> So if we are having animal dreams to think about that, maybe the representation of that animal, and obviously we can Google Mm. different things about different animals in terms of, yeah, cats being protectors. What are some other common animal dreams that you come across? Snakes, I know, is a big one for a lot of people. Yes. When I was pregnant with my last child, I was dreaming about snakes all the time. And I'm not a huge fan of snakes in real life, um, mainly because I actually come from South Australia where we have brown snakes and they are extremely deadly and they're everywhere. And we were always being told to, you know, be careful of these brown snakes. I had this uh, this vivid dream when I was pregnant. Before I knew that I was actually pregnant, I had a suspicion, but before it was confirmed, I had this dream of a massive snake, like a gigantic snake coming over the hills. And it was bright uh, yellow and orange in colour. And uh, it had these huge human-like eyes on it. And it was very friendly. It was a friendly snake. So I shouldn't have had any, you know, worries in my dream about it at all and it was just um, telling me that I was uh, coming into an extremely creative time in my life and the yellow and the orange is about the the different chakras so the yellow being the feeling center so um, I was overwhelmed with feelings and emotions um, because I desperately really wanted to have this baby and the sacral chakra which is the past life and I've told you this story before and I don't think I've shared it with our audience yet but Um, I did lose a baby and um, that baby um, uh, died before he was born. And so um, in the sacral chakra is all of your past life fears and guilts and those things. And so the orange on the snake represented the joy, the yellow, the joy was having the baby come back again. But the orange was the fear of perhaps you know, losing the baby again. So the fact that the whole snake was this beautiful yellow and then there was just stripes of, of the orange in there, it gave me reassurance to say it was just a fear. It's not anything to worry about. And this big, huge creative energy was, of course, creating a new life. How beautiful. So that was, that was a great dream and it really meant a lot to me at the time. 
But then I had some weird dreams after that that I'll show you about later. <laughs> well, one thing I love about dreams is it always reminds you of your own dreams. And I can remember dreaming of a yellow snake as well. Ooh, it was incredible. There you go. Yeah. So I'm like, same thing with the creativity. So I think anybody listening, if you've had any of these dreams, they're really going to resonate with, yeah. with yourself. So that's why we're trying to go through some common ones for you. Yes. Yeah. So some of the really interesting common dreams that, you know, pretty much everybody has at some point um, is when you're missing something like you're looking for something in the dream and you can't find it and because same same pregnancy I kept thinking because I was working like 60 hours a week like I normally do you know my life yes exactly you're a workaholic I am I'll admit it um but I had this baby and I I couldn't find him (laughs) in my dream oh in the dream dream, I'm thinking I've got to feed this kid but I can't find it I'm looking at all the cupboards. <laughs> so those missing missing dreams are quite interesting. They normally mean that you, um, that you're worried about you know missing out on something in life that you think that you've you've not done something that you had to do or you know those horrible feelings that come over you sometimes think I know I've had to do something but I can't remember what it it was like feeding a child so (laughs) I eventually found him in one of the cupboards in your Um, dream right let's just clarify in the dream (laughs) hilarious as it was Uh, when I woke up I thought oh my gosh um so another common one not working properly so things not working properly so I don't know have you ever had one of those dreams where you're trying to call someone and you you can't think of their phone number, or you're you know, you're dialing on the phone, but it's not working. Yes, or, or something, or the car's not starting, yes. or the yep. things just not not getting started or not moving in that direction. That's actually quite a um, an important dream. Actually, that's saying that you've got to stop and reassess things because it's not going to go forward because it's not right. It's not meant to. So it's like the reassessment of the situation. So whatever you're dreaming about, you really sort of need to have a look at why it's not working, like what's not going to work about this scenario. So, for instance, if you're calling someone in particular, then perhaps they're not the right person to be moving forward with or, you know, something like that. Um, one that I find quite fascinating, I've actually had one of these dreams, scared the hell out of me when I had the dream, but losing teeth. Oh, that is weird. I've never had a dream where I've lost teeth. It was it was quite strange at the time. I remember like having my hand in front of me and all my teeth were falling out into my hand. And um, it really actually, ha- it means that you, you have a fear that people around you are not going to support you and that friends are going to, um, you know, disperse and drop off and you're going to be left basically without any support. So- so, so our teeth are our friends. <laughs> they represent. Well, let's face it, that your teeth are your friends. Otherwise you'd starve or eat a very, very soppy, so horrible diet. Um, so, yeah, so losing your teeth can represent that you're frightened of losing people around you. Um, being chased. God. Oh, gosh, they, they are quite frightful dreams, aren't they? I've had one where I was underwater being chased by, I think it was like a shark or something. It's quite mm. intense. Those dreams, you can often wake up with your heart still palpitating. Oh, that's an interesting one that we can actually decipher too because water is emotion. Being underwater means that you're overwhelmed with emotion. And if you're being chased, then that's someone chasing you that you're, you can't cope with emotionally. Makes sense. <laughs> so it'd it'd be like a stalker or, some, or someone or someone you don't want to come back from your past or something like that. 
makes sense okay <laughs> you're yeah it makes it makes sense yes I'm like a book of secrets here I will share eventually <laughs> oh too funny so oh, I've had I've actually I've actually had this dream too hilariously waking up and smacking my husband over the head and he had no idea what it was about but to dream your partner is cheating on you Oh, it is so funny. It sets you up for such a bad day with them. It's sometimes it? it's so real in the dream. And when you're psychic, you go, am I actually picking up on something here? <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. You're like, actually, I'm really, I think I'm having a prophetic dream right yeah, now. <laughs> but no, no. He's just, just they're looking at me quite sort of pained and hurt. <laughs> but the, that dream is is not them not spending enough time with you or you feeling like you're oh. you're not being emotionally loved or supported from that person. What about when you're the one that's cheated? I literally had a dream like this last night. There was a very cute male in my dream. I didn't know him, but it was like we were trying to sneak around. It was quite, you know, and you wake up feeling guilty and you haven't done anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, those types of dreams can often be because um, life is a little boring at the time. So you, you sort of create a little kind of weird experiences I suppose that you wouldn't do normally in life but you know like go like for instance bungee jumping not a hope in hell would I go bungee jumping but I've dreamt I've done that before um it's taking that sort of that step to do something you you ordinarily wouldn't do so it's needing more excitement in your life I need need more excitement you need more excitement in your life right now (laughs) and what about so what about if people because often people dream about co-workers is that the same sort of thing yeah, that's that's actually a little different. That's a um, that's more of a underlying um, feeling, like you're picking up from people. So it can be that there's an attraction there, and so therefore it plays itself out in the dream. It can do that, but it can also be. This is going to kind of be weird, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. But it can be things you're picking up from people empathically, right? Now. I'm going to fill you in on something that happened to me many years ago, which will describe this dream perfectly. So I dreamt that one of the people I worked with came in. He's very, he was very masculine in life and he came in dressed up in, um, he looked like Rocky Horror Show, you know, like the suspenders, high heels. And I had this very, very vivid dream that he was like um, Rocky Horror, you know. Uh, and, and I thought to my, I woke up and thought to myself, wow, that's really interesting. And I'll mention that to him when I see him just because it's a bit funny and I'll ask him whether he likes, you know, the show, whether there's some connection. And, um, gosh, and people do this to me all the time. So I, I, I walked up to him, hi, how are you going? Yeah, great. Yeah, he was all happy. And I mentioned the dream and the poor thing burst into tears. Oh, no. I know. It turns out that he wanted to be a woman. <laughs> this is like, and I and I'd sort of picked up on the underlying emotion that he was putting out because you know that's what you do when you're an empath. And yeah, so we had a big talk about it, and I was able to help him come out to his wife. And there was like all this stuff that happened after the dream. So I was looking at that dream as a bit of a prophetic dream, and seeing that I could help my friend through the difficult transition that he was having. There you go. Well, that's beautiful, though. I think that's the other thing, isn't it? Sometimes we have these dreams and we don't know what to do with them. And I think it's wonderful when you can say, oh, actually, this is a message for my friend and that you were able to um, help her to become who she wanted to be. That's beautiful. 
Yeah, you just have to be a bit careful with um, sexual type dreams with co-workers, especially in this day and age, if you have those. Probably don't want to walk up and tell them. No, no. no. I won't tell you what I did with you in the kitchen last night type of scenario because that could come across very badly uh, at work. So don't do that, okay? Don't do that. Um, So uh, meeting someone famous. That's just, once again, a need for a bit of excitement. And if you've been watching, you know, you've been binge watching Outlander or something and you've been, you know, fantasising about Jamie and he happens to pop up in your dreams, well, that's a given that you've, you know, just wanting that connection and wanting that feeling. Um, The other side to that one too is that you have a, a hidden desire to be famous or that you have you know, that desire to, to be amongst those people, to be higher of stature than what you might ordinarily be. So that's a good one. To be honest, being famous is no fun. I know quite a few famous people and they're not entirely happy. <laughs> so very hard no, to go down to coals. Yeah, <laughs> you can't do it. Not in your tracky decks. <laughs> You're watched all the time. It's horrible. So flying. I love this one. Um had a lot of flying dreams, particularly when I was younger. I think when we're kids, we tend to have flying dreams a lot. Oh, such good dreams. I, I can remember having flying dreams and it, it does feel quite exhilarating and freeing. I I think I've even dreamt that I was flying through space, like some really out there, yeah. out there dreams. Well, you know, um, I mean, the psychologists will tell you that it's part of wanting to be free and all that sort of thing. But spiritually, this is astral traveling. So you have an astral body which goes out at night and, um, you know, flies around and has a look around and tells you different things and feeds information back. And that can be um, sometimes like dead accurate with what's going on in the world. So um, I remember having a dream when I was 12. It's one of the first dreams I'd had outside of my body that was really like we could prove that I was astral traveling. When I say we, I mean my my mum and myself. Um, But there was a... um, a plane that went into a mountain in New Zealand many, 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 many moons ago. Um, very sad. And there were lots of people killed in that one. Um, but I was actually there on that mountain. And I, I woke up and um, I was describing to my mum the scene of all the bodies everywhere and how distraught I was. And, and then sure enough, it came on the news within half an hour. So um, those sorts of dreams is like you can actually travel to these places and have the experience. And I'm sure a lot of people listening will have had that experience themselves yeah my mom I know had very similar dreams and uh, that's why she had the dream book when I was growing up or the dream bible she would um often that say oh this is going to happen or that's going to happen she just knew that she could foresee that happening in the future and another friend of mine she's managed to herself be able to decipher her dreams to let let people know like if they're unwell or if there's something coming up for them they might want to be aware of yeah and it, it is amazing yeah. being able to have those dreams. Well, prophetic dreams have been around since, well, the beginning of time, really. I mean, you hear a lot of um, stories about um, people having the dream and then the, the situation happening to them. And even throughout the Bible, there's stories about that, you know, angels coming to people in dreams and telling them uh, different things. But I think that um, when you understand the dream language, it just makes it so much easier to understand what's happening in your own world and your own life. Um, a couple of things we haven't mentioned, being naked in dreams. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, when I was growing up, that was probably the worst one, you know, going to school and realising you had no clothes on. Yeah. <laughs> terrible, yeah. terrible dream. It's, it is a terrible dream, but it just it's about your vulnerability, uh, you know, how you're feeling about yourself and 
whether or not you're willing to share. Well, clearly you were, but we're <laughs> willing to share with others. <laughs> uh, yeah. It reminds me of the toilet dreams oh. as well, where you're going to the toilet in public and you, you're like, but then you wake up thinking, oh, no, maybe I'm just busting. Well, there's that. <laughs> yeah. But going to the toilet actually represents letting go or getting rid of stuff out of your life as well, stuff that no longer serves you. So that's another good good dream um, indication that you need to move on from something. Um and the other one, which is quite common, is being late. So, you know, trying to get ready for something. That can't, you're in your car, you can't find it, uh, you, you know, you're late for an appointment. I think some of us have this before we've got to fly out the next day or, you know, having those. Every time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's just being overwhelmed with responsibility and, and feeling like there's too much on your plate. So time to wind back a little bit there. Um so, yeah, I mean, there's so much that we could talk about and on this subject is fascinating. Uh, and I've actually done entire radio shows on people just ringing in with their dreams and um, and then being deciphered on air, you know, and then going, oh, yeah, of course, I didn't think of that. I love that bit when people go, oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. So it's about, like, thinking outside the box a little bit. So don't sort of think literally about um, your dream. Look at the... If you're dreaming in full colour, it actually means you're clairvoyant, so uh, which means your third eye is open and you can train yourself to see things in, during the day, you know, like awake in your awake state uh, as well, particularly any messages from spirit that might come through. They can drop into your mind as a picture or a flash of things. Um, but before you're kind of confident doing that, spirit will give it to you in your dreams. So they'll give you that message in your dreams. So you'll wake up and think, wow, that was like full on, you know. But um, I get words as well, really strong words in my dreams. So they'll actually, occasionally they'll shout a word at me, which will be a really strong indication of something like, you know, I don't know, money or <laughs> They shouted that my daughter-in-law was pregnant before I found out. Those sorts of things. So, yeah, that's incredible. I had I had someone message message us the other um, the other week around one of our podcasts and saying this a similar thing. What does it mean when you wake up to a voice or you hear a voice in your dream? Mm. And it's they they are sending us messages. It's incredible. Yeah. So you when you hear um, and it's nine times out of ten a, a very nondescript voice so you couldn't say oh that was a female voice or that was a male voice it would just be um, a voice and it will have uh, usually one or two sometimes three words it's very rare you know that they'll give you a full sentence because um, it takes a lot of so you need to decipher the words yeah it takes a lot of energy <laughs> to to get that through to you don't forget they're going through a couple of layers of dimensions there so it takes a lot of energy to do it but because you're in your dream state your your astral body is actually still out so you're closer to the um the spirit realm than you are when you're in physical body so when you're dreaming it's like going into a deep meditation it's a similar concept when you're in deep meditation i've had my name called and i've woken up and then gone downstairs thinking someone's called me and realized that um one of the kids has left the front door unlocked yeah so it's quite there's like sometimes it can be really cool messages when you act upon them and see what it might might be 
And I'm so grateful when that happens too. Yeah. Because it's like, well, who said my name? Uh, it was me probably in my, <laughs> my it, higher self. It could be. Something. It could be. And look, I mean, we, we can be our own guide. You know, higher self is exactly that. It's, it's all of the people that you've been in previous lives are stored up there, all your per- personalities. So, yeah, we can be our own guides. Um, one of the things that... Um, I wanted to chat about was repetitive dreams. Uh, I get a lot of this from people that, you know, they send me messages and things and they'll say, I keep getting the same dream over and over again. Sometimes those dreams are really like graphic and can be very disturbing. Yeah. Dreams can be so scary. I remember you telling me about a client of yours that had a very graphic repetitive dream. Yeah. So she was having this repetitive dream where she would dream the same thing night after night. And this was happening for months and this is spirit's way of actually bringing you a heads up. So there's something going on here that you need to look at, okay? So she came to me um, because she couldn't get help anywhere else and no one would believe that this was happening to her. And she actually thought she was going crazy. You could imagine. The dream was graphic. It was very scary for her because someone was cutting her throat in the dream. That would be awful. Um, it was horrible. And um, she she came to me for past life healing and during that process um, we actually discovered that she had recently started a new relationship around the time that the dream started and uh, there was a connection between the person in her her life at the moment and that time frame back when it had happened to her incredible so it was karmic yeah and she said although she she felt quite comfortable with this person in her life she had this sort of underlying fear of of them and, and didn't want to bring them in close. So we managed to heal that and she was able to sort out the relationship with the person and, and move on to whatever she decided to do. But um, it was just really interesting. The dream just stop after her regression. So sometimes um, when we have repetitive dreams, it's like you're not getting it the first time. <laughs> so, you know, have a look, <laughs> have a look at the message um, or it is a past life situation. My dad, he had a recurring dream where his mum, there were multiples of his mum and he would always pick the wrong mum. even though they all looked the same. And so, yeah, and he had that dream over and over again. And he said it was really frightening. He'd wake up just so upset that he couldn't pick the right mum. Oh, I kind of feel sorry for I want to give him a hug at this moment in time. (laughs) Um, Yeah, well, that's actually, that could represent the nurturing aspect of himself, actually. So um, that he's not, he's not getting it right. He's not nurturing himself properly. And so he's picking the wrong path in order to do that. And I've met your dad a few times. He's a lovely, lovely man, but I wouldn't say he's a self-nurturer. Uh, I think. No, he's very much for the other person. Yeah, yeah. so he's p- clearly picking the wrong women. <laughs> <laughs> that would also be true. <laughs> so take notice of um, the repetitive stuff. Take notice of animals in your dream, the type of personalities. Obviously, you know, it's pretty simple stuff. If you see a mouse, there's someone being sneaky or, you know, small things happening around you, you may be not noticing. Um, a bear is large and, and sometimes quite frightening. So uh, we might be looking there for something overwhelming coming your way that's going to scare you, you know. Um, tigers, cats, that sort of thing, we're looking at um, things that might attack you in some way. But the cats themselves, the little ones that are quite, you know, easy to get along with, or except for some cats that particularly don't like you and want to swipe your ankles as they walk past, um, then, uh, you know, you've got protectors there in the household if you have a cat around. So um, there's 
their personalities always shine through in your dreams. If they're being kind, they're being nice, great. If you've got a dog snarling at you, well, what's dog? A man's best friend. It means you could have a falling out with your best mate. Um, so it's really back down to the symbology behind it. Colours, big deal with colours. Always look for colours in dreams, as I explained before, about the yellow being joy and around that creative centre and then the sacral chakra being the past or the past lifestyle. Um, colours are very important to remember because, say, for instance, you're driving in a red car. Now, we all know that red cars go faster. <laughs> but Of course they of do. Of course they do. <laughs> but red is, is actually about survival and it's about, um, you know, um, watching what's going on and perhaps stop, perhaps don't go down that path. So um, red cars, obviously, um, it could be moving forward, but, hey, stop have a re-evaluation of this before you move forward. And numbers in dreams. People are telling me about numbers all the time. It's Everyone's awakening. It's so cool. Repetitive numbers. Um, you can get lots of different uh, – I keep saying I've got to write this book, but there's going to be lots of different um, publications out there that will tell you what the numbers, numbers mean. But ones are usually new beginnings. Twos are partnerships. Three is communication. Four is about finances. Five is about – travel, expansion, adventure, six is family and compassion, seven is spirituality, eight is success and control. <laughs> we know this one well. <laughs> and nine is about endings, but it's also a teaching number. So it's about being taught or you teaching others. So that's a very brief rundown, but there's lots of combinations of numbers that you can see in dreams, which will give you an indication of what's happening. And I think it's really important to, with dreams, often people don't remember them. So I always keep a notepad and pen next to my bed. And as soon as I'm sort of in that half dream wake state, I'll start to try and recall my dream and then write it out when I wake up. And that can really help if you are having prophetic dreams, because you will have those deja vus like, oh, I feel like I've been here before, this has happened before, and it can be those prophetic dreams, can't it? Absolutely. My mum, darling heart, she used to say, oh, you just broke my dream because she was English, you know, and that's the saying, <laughs> you just broke my dream. It's like broke it. Yeah, I remember it because of something you said. So um, you can sometimes like recall things during the day that you dreamt about the night before and people will say stuff, something and it will just trigger that, that recall. But, yes, absolutely write things down. Amethyst, amethyst under your pillow or by your bedside can help you to remember dreams. And it's also a great protector as well. So it keeps out people that maybe you don't want to get in your head when you're dreaming. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. What about smells? Do you find that sometimes uh, like some sort of essential oils and can help you with, with your dreams? Yeah, well, there's a lot of um, wonderful um, essential oils that can help us relax and get into that state. It's really about slowing down your mind and, and getting into the relaxing, you know, um, open state, I suppose, to receive. So the theta waves that come in, you'll find too that you dream probably more so, well, we dream all night, really. There's various different dreams that happen during the night. But just before you wake up, you may be having some really intense dreams. They're the good dreams because they're the ones that you usually remember. Um, and I've always end up having really wild, full colour, pretty much, you know, full on movie dreams um, before I wake up. So when I'm going through my dream dictionary next to my bed, <laughs> like, what does a whale mean? <laughs> you know, <laughs> when it's on, like, yeah, when it's in the desert. Yeah. <laughs> like, like in, not, in my yeah, in my not... swimming pool. What does a whale in my swimming pool mean? So you know, there's there's all these <laughs> crazy things that happen, but. 
if you actually look at it and decipher it, take the time to do it, has some wonderful messages in it. Dreams are great. I love the, we, I think we have spoken about it before, but how you said you dreamt of a carnation mm. and um, someone brought you flowers that day. Yeah, you were there when that happened. So it was it was yes. a really crazy thing. I had um, a beautiful pink carnation in my dream and it was so perfect. And I think other people will agree here that in dreams, things can be absolutely perfect because, hey, it's your dream. You can have whatever you want. So me being perfection queen, <laughs> numerology eight and Virgo <laughs> with Sagittarius rising apparently <laughs> so you can't get any more perfect than that um, so in my dream my flower was perfection and uh, sure enough you know a few hours later in walks this lady with a beautiful bunch of flowers and the dream meant that I would be getting uh, a gift for uh, my services or what I was doing and she was just so grateful for being able to be helped by um, the Reiki attunement that she'd had it had changed her life and she wrote a lovely card and it was really sweet so yeah I mean those things spirits sometimes I think they just must see the future they get so excited about what's going to happen they want to share it with you beforehand <laughs> which is that's kind of, beautiful it's though, cute, isn't, it? isn't it it is very cute that's really, that's awesome. And uh, I'm sure we'll be getting some emails and messages <laughs> around people's crazy dreams in the coming weeks. And uh, yeah, I just, I think dreams are a really amazing way to tap into the universe and to really understand ourselves better. I think it's important too, to remember what we're putting into our heads just before we go to sleep will have an impact as well. So if you're watching a horror movie or, you know, something violent, um, they can, that can actually then affect your dream state. Um, so doing those beautiful things you know burning a candle remembering to blow it out playing maybe <laughs> some of those beautiful sounds you were talking yeah. about the you, you the solfeggio frequency yeah meditating before sleep's a, a great idea and yes no no don't why would anyone do horror stories before bed I don't understand that. <laughs> no neither do I I like I like having nice pretty dreams so, and keep a keep a little dream book next to your bed and write write them out so that you can see if you are actually having having dreams that are coming literally true yeah absolutely and just one last thing before we go I just want to um reassure people that when their loved ones come to them in their dream um they may not always remember what they've, they've been told uh, in the dream, but that it'll always be in their mind and it will be in their subconscious mind. So it's retrievable eventually, but don't just be distressed if you can't remember what they've said. The fact that you've seen them just means they're around you and they love you and they want to connect. That is a really good thing to bring up. And we often do dream of loved ones past. I know I often dream of them and I, and I know that that's their way of coming and saying hello. It is really beautiful to have those dreams. And you're right. Sometimes you're like, oh, what were they trying to say? (laughs) But the important part is they're just coming to say hello. Hmm. Exactly. Thanks for listening to the Divine Style Podcast. Please follow, share and tune in weekly for more spiritual and self-love guidance. You can find out more and ask questions at jalinda.com.au and alisonmaiden.com.